Yo, 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 what's going on, big dogs? Welcome into another episode of Adam's Plus One. Our plus one for this episode is Corey Blake. Corey is new to the radio world, but was destined for it since she started talking at just seven months old, and she hasn't stopped since. Trust me. With a personality and voice bigger than her hair, which is hard to believe, she's here to bring joy, laughter, and engagement. During this episode, Corey discusses her faith, along with her journey to becoming the on-air radio host for 883 WFEN. As always, if you enjoyed this podcast, please give it a share. Corey, what's up? How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. I've been looking forward to this all day, or all week, I guess. Same. (laughs) Same. I've been a little giddy about it. You're my first podcast. First podcast, but see, that's surprising because you're on like with your yeah. own, you're new to the radio, right? Very new to the radio. Yes. So this, everything like, yeah, audio, visual, all that stuff, still getting into it. Okay. Yeah. When I saw your first post, whenever, or when your account kind of popped up, I knew I was like, I'm going to have her on for sure. And I didn't know how long you've been doing <laughs> it, but uh, happy to have you in here. I definitely look forward to what we're going to chop up here today, but Oh, I'm honored. Good. Well, let's just keep it real for a second. And how was your day? What's going on today? What'd you get done today? It was good. It was a good day. Um, got up, uh, had my coffee, had some praise and worship, just did some cleaning and got into it. I uh, So radio is just like part-time. So I do about, about 15 hours a week. And then I work for myself. The other part of the, like my other thing, I freelance social media marketing. So I did some work for some clients, and then uh, my bougie behind went to the, got my lashes done this afternoon, and then I did some more work. Uh, you know, I had to look good for, you know, you said videos, so I was like, oh, let me uh, let me go prep up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You're, you're looking good, you're looking good. I put my best foot forward here. <laughs> hey, we got to do it. Um, Love it. I came up, yeah, made a... I'm like a two-meal-a-day person, so I made, like, my favorite breakfast, and then... Kind of got on with my day. What is your favorite and breakfast? Then, you have a yeah. favorite breakfast. Like, you know it. What is it? Currently, right now, because, yeah, I'm a total foodie. Like, your girl, yeah, I just work out so that I don't, like, be 400 pounds. Um, So, <laughs> <laughs> I was totally influenced by TikTok. Um, and I saw this thing where they put feta cheese in a frying pan, a little bit of olive oil, and started, like, melting it down, and then put your egg on top of it, and then, like, I don't know, even put in like a little bit of seasonings. Um, I like some pepper flakes. And then today I added some bacon bits into that and then threw it on a piece of toast. And it's just fire. It's so good. And I'm obsessed with duck eggs, which is a weird thing. But so I use duck eggs. Duck eggs. Okay. All right. Are there, is duck there more eggs. protein in there? That's They'll knock it till you try it. Are there more grams of protein? Yeah, oh, yeah. You'd be all over it. Okay. Definitely more protein. Yeah. Uh, we, we recommend duck yeah. eggs on the podcast. Plus one. If you're not eating duck eggs. <laughs> We are endorsing duck eggs. <laughs> They're better like in the summertime because you can get them at like the um, farmer's market, but women's does sell them. And then I have a friend who I can get them from sometimes too if like she has enough for me to buy them off of. But yeah, duck eggs is where it's at, my guy. Well, good. I'm happy you had a good day. The lashes look freaking amazing. We're happy to have you in now. Such gotta, vanity gotta, at its finest. <laughs> I got to ask. So you work for yourself doing some social media so what did you what did you study? What did you get a degree in? Kind of like how did you get to that as a uh, side hustle or main business of what you do? Your main thing. So that's super. You know, all of it culminates like together, like the whole journey to here. But no, I didn't. I got that good enough. Like I got that associate's degree. I do not have a four year degree. Okay. Um, but you know, I've just always been a super hard worker, and it's just a very interesting road to where I'm at now. But the catalyst was for the last eight years, I worked in the marketing department, running the social media for a large toy and game company uh, located out of Beloit, Wisconsin called Play Monster. Um, I worked there, like I said, almost eight years. Um, And then they did a downsize in February and I lost my job. And I was like, hmm, I got some severance out of that. And then honestly, it was 100. I I didn't know what I was going to do, to be totally honest with you. I wasn't really sure because I was kind of like, okay, a little time to think about it. Right. Um, But 
literally three days before I lost my job, someone had reached out to me and was like, hey, we're going to go into this venture and we could use your input. Because another thing I do, like I manage was e-commerce and websites and things like that. So websites, social media. And I was like, yeah, sure. it's a friend. And they're just like, we just want to pick your brain. And I was like, absolutely. And so we chatted and they, you know, they're opening up this new restaurant and all this stuff. And they're like, hey, that was great information. Thank you. And then like, I don't know, an hour or two later, they're like, hey, we love what you said. Would you want to take this on as a side project? Um, and I was like, you know, let me think about it um, and I'll get back to you. And they just were like, well, think about it. And if you want to send us a proposal. And I was thinking, man. And to be honest, for the last six months, I'd been really upset with my job. Like, not upset, just that unrest. You know, when you kind of like, like you just know, like, hmm, there's change on the horizon. I didn't me. have any idea. I know. <laughs> like you can you know how to read the room you know how like stuff just goes and so like just oh, I was just so unfulfilling and it was just a rough time and so I was still working from home and like they weren't giving me projects so I had some extra time so I was like yeah you know what I'd love to take something on that I'd actually be passionate about and excited about to do so I was like all right so I literally submitted that proposal to them on Monday I lost my job on Tuesday. They accepted that proposal Tuesday afternoon. And I went for three times of what I was getting paid at my old job. That's amazing. That's amazing. And so that was just like, that was God was like, God was just like, I got you, girl. And so, um, but yeah, I, 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 if you can like name all the jobs, like I've done it. I didn't, and you know, my siblings, the younger ones, you know, they were the sports kids. Um, I rode horses in school. I got was a horse girl. So, so they not were like they were, horse girl, but they were not they were not tough because I've met them and they're not they're nowhere near as tough as you because you're riding horses. I mean, come on, Hunter and Hunter and Aaron. I don't know. They they seem a little soft. This is funny because they're gonna oh. listen to this and they're gonna be like, "This son of a gun, dude." <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna be like, so "Man, I regret telling Corey that Adam's so nice and he's like, oh, just a great dude." <laughs> what a jerk oh my gosh yeah so you grew up you grew up more you were more of a like you're more of a tom girl is that what you're saying you know i was a bit tom girly but i wasn't um but you know at that time i wanted to start doing horses i was just gonna tell you like i've been working since i was 12 years old i'm 37 now um we didn't have a whole lot of money my dad had uh switched jobs so we didn't have money for for that type of endeavor if you've horses are expensive that's like one of the most expensive hobbies you can have and so but my parents always taught us the value of a dollar at a very early age and so my mom was like well if you want to do it we'll find other we'll find some places that offer lessons we'll call around see if we can trade you working for lessons like see if you can do some hours and do that so I did that um and so I started working at you know Summerfield Zoo in Belvedere it used yeah. like yeah. it's like our local like little zoo but it's like half horse farm has like exotic pets type thing so it used to be just private back in the day and that's where I started working um and riding horses and like ever since then I have I have worked since I was 12 years old I've done that I have worked in the roofing industry the baking industry I was a bouncer for about seven months when I lived in Colorado you're way tougher um, than your siblings you were a bouncer oh my so god so much tougher than so my siblings. Than um I was built for power and not speed like I'm like the Amazon woman of the women in my family like, <laughs> like they're all tiny like every like the tall you know Aaron's like maybe five three with her big old hair but, like five one, um, yeah <laughs> and then my mom's tiny and I'm like five seven a little above and which is not like super tall but I'm just like solid so power not speed baby so yeah bouncer I like yeah I've done it all customer service um all things so I think just like everything you do in life kind of trajects you to where you end up and if you're good if you're good at learning and if you're assertive and you take all that, you you can make yourself into whatever you want to be. And I think at the base of anything and everything you do, everything's customer service. Like, I don't care what type of position, job you have, where you're at in the hierarchy. Yeah. If you can do customer service well, if you can handle hard people well, you're going to do so well in life. But if you can't do that, I just think like you're limited. Just, you're just very limited because even if you started... Limited. If you started your own thing, you're not good at being the face of it. So therefore, yeah. you're not going to be exposed to the big parts of it. And then you got to have someone else do it and trust that they can 
convey the message you want. So I am I am interested then in your in in that. So all those things happen in February, your job, right? And we go through mm-hmm. Monday, uh, Monday to give the offer, right? Is it Monday to give the yeah. offer? Tuesday, you get you get fired, but two you you get um they do the downsizing. Sorry, I don't want to make got fired. Yeah, no, I always say fired in my because, like, literally, the whole marketing team got let go, and they're like, Corey, stop saying we got fired. I'm like, okay, downside, whatever you want to call it, it wasn't of our own accord, whatever. Exactly. So then, this uh, you you get this side project, this project. Now, since February, did you start working with other companies to do projects like this, or have you just been with this company doing that? What, where else are you working in social media and doing that e commerce stuff? You know what I mean? So a little, so it's been kind of really cool. So I've made some um, contacts uh, through people. So right now, like my main client is a restaurant. Um, and then I've gotten, like, it was a startup, like brand new. So it's like, I started from like the beginning of them redoing the building, everything. So I met everybody throughout that whole entire thing, like the project manager, the construction people, the designers. Um, there's even a specialist that goes in and gets you ready for all the, um, codes and things like that. And then she was a really, she was like, oh my gosh, she goes, my clients could really use somebody like you. Like, and I was like, sure. And I go, I know that like, you know, most people like starting a new business, they're not going to put a whole lot of money in social media marketing. So then that kind of like put me into like, you know, but I could do a consultation package. Like what I could do is set this whole thing up where I kind of give you the keys to the kingdom and I set you up for success. I teach you all the things to do and then you just go and do it. And I like that so much more because um, it's just kind of nice because you, you get to go in, you get to give them all your expertise and I'll, and I'll never be one and done. Like if they've got questions or things like that, I'll absolutely help out um, and do things from that. So I've gotten a couple other clients um, via that way. Um, I've done some work for like, uh, so kind of like in the beauty industry i've done some work for like estheticians um my lashes i trade services with that lady and i haven't paid for a long time (laughs) you know it's it's all about working smarter not harder um you know and everyone if if you work in that type of thing like everyone's always about a trade right if you if you add like value to the business like oh let's trade so i'm happy to do that um helps uh actually two chiropractors offices and things like that and it's just kind of snowball like i can i i haven't gone looking for anything honest to goodness i i've not gone having to look for more business it's just kind of like you said like if you're like you 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 can talk to people and just sell yourself without selling yourself honestly like i don't even know how that exactly works no, but people, people it works. you are your brand right like your brand is who you give off i'll give you an example right like i, I always wanted and everyone around me right now is laughing. So I always wanted to give back to the community. So I started getting involved. And I thought, you know what? If I want to jump on a board, what better one than the YMCA? I'm there all the time. Let me get on my first board. So earlier in the year, I jump on the board. Well, then the president, she had been the president for like 20 years. She was ready to leave. So she leaves and four months go by. We don't have a president. And I'm thinking, no one wants to do it. I'll do it, right? Like, why not? Like, I think right. I can do it. It's a good challenge. And now as the president... You know, you get to know the CEO who I've known for a long time. And the next thing you know, you're adding a little bit of value, more value than you mm-hmm. thought you were going, going to right away. And they're like, hey, if you want a key to the gym, you can come in here after hours. And if you want to you know, film or you want to lift, it's like, there you go. Because you've represented yourself well, you get this service. Yeah. You're getting your, your your lashes done because you provide a social media service. That's the thing that those people that you just talked about who don't have customer service, a presence, an assertion, they're never going to open themselves up to those opportunities, right? Everything's going to have to be, Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And just being a person of your word and showing up. Do you know like that is the rarest thing these days? Like for people just to show up and do what they said that they were going to do and not screw you over, like that alone, like if you can prove that you are trustworthy, the sky is the limit for you with people. Like honest to goodness, like just having good character and integrity and communication is so important because you're going to let Communication is the one. Communication. Like, Oof. for example, we set up the pod, right? How, mm-hmm. Hey, this is what when it's going to be. This is what time. This is what I expect. Yeah. This is how we're going to do it. You want it to be seamless for the for the person on the other side. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Exclude. Yeah. Take out all the what ifs. Yeah. No questions. For sure. I'm going to change some gears here. 
right? I Good. wish I could talk to you for four hours, but I've got you for about another you know half hour or so. I want to dive into your radio, uh, your radio ah, show. I love it. What inspired that, and a lot about your faith. I have other, you know, I have questions surrounding that. So just take me through it. What inspired the show? How'd you get into it? For oh, awesome. Oh, well, that's like, yeah. So 2023 has been a wild ride, but like in the most beautiful way. So like I said, started off losing my job, started with um, social media and I was kind of good with that. Like I was like, all right, I'm going to make this a go. I get a random text in the middle of May and it's from a buddy of mine. Um, and he goes, what do you think about radio? And I was like, that is the most general question ever, my dude. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, do I listen to it? Like, what are you asking me? And he goes, he goes, what do you think about being on the radio? I was like, like having my own show? And he's like, yeah. He goes, so here's what happened. So my buddy Harrison, uh, he is a pastor at Face Center. Face Center is the entity above the radio station that I work for. Oh also church that I go to and attend, but, um, he was like, this is what happened. He goes, the guy has been running the afternoon show for the last nine years. He goes up and quit. He's done in the next three days. Like he's not, and, uh, we don't really have a backup. And he goes, he goes immediately. You came to mind. And I go, okay. He goes, I can't give you the job. You still need to talk with the radio manager. He goes, but I'm if you're interested, I'm going to let him know. And then I'll just give you his number. Yeah. I was like, all right, let me kind of pray on it. Cause I was like, mm, this is interesting, but, but okay. And uh, so I was like, all right, give me a day. And I was like, no, I prayed. I was like, no, you know, the Lord just been putting on my heart, like to, that I need to be out there speaking to people. Um, I have just such a passion to love people, to spread kindness, to spread positivity um, and really infuse self-worth and understanding of who you are and how God sees you. Um, and that's just something I'm very passionate about. And I do do that in my life. I, I, for the last eight years, I'm a counselor. I've been a counselor at the crisis pregnancy care center, um, every other Tuesday night faithfully. I just really believe in that. So I was like, all right, Lord, if that's what you're okay, more, a bigger platform, I'm, I'm game. Um, so chat with the manager, we chat for like a half hour and he goes, well, come on in let's chat chat for an hour and he just looks at me and he goes i think you'd be really good but i am terrified to put somebody who's never been on the radio on the radio he's like he's just like he's like i um he's like i've watched some of your videos on facebook and you're a little wild (laughs) well you know what i'm real that's true and authentic i'm like literally what you see what you hear is what you get i i truly cannot be anybody else than who god created Corey blake to be just not in me um and so he's like all right well he goes i'll be in touch um and he's just like things move slow around here so don't like worry so yeah literally a couple weeks later they're like gave me an offer um and let me just tell you, thank God I have my, there's not much, there's no money in radio. So let me tell you, it's just a God thing because, uh, you know what it is though, you know what it, you know what it, you know what it is though. It's, it's how many hours, 15 hours a week. It's 15 hours a week to, to beat on a craft though. Think about that. You get oh, a hundred yeah, percent. No, I think it's, I think that's the whole point. I mean, I don't care about the money. It's just like, the, right. I'm doing it for the heart of it. Like I'm doing it because really I just feel called to do it and not doing it for a paycheck or nothing. Like, cause yeah. when they're like, it's here. And I'm like, Oh, okay. I'm like, all right, Lord, I trust you. Like, for sure. I just, I trust you. Um, and so started like right at the beginning of June, I trained for three weeks, three weeks. Mm-hmm. And then they threw me. And so how long, like, how, the long, last how long are you on the radio by yourself? Like when you, for your first day on your own, after three weeks so i my show well this is the and i know nothing about radio so mind you i didn't know that like them giving me a prime spot like i'm the two to five spot every monday through friday i'm the drive home hour like that's that's one of the most prime spots in radio and they and like i i was like you know i was just like oh cool yeah like you know (laughs) not understanding like the like how how how, what an honor i guess it is um and so yeah literally and so i'm from two to five every monday through friday 
Um, I speak four times an hour. And you kind of go like short, long, short, long are your breaks. And so your short breaks anywhere between 30 seconds to a minute. Your long breaks are anywhere from like a minute to two minutes. However, in my last hour of the day, because I'm just a storyteller by nature. Like that's just, that's no like way. I couldn't thing tell. in me. I couldn't tell. Oh, um, yes. So I do in the four o'clock hour, I always do a Corey story hour, but it's like not, it's not about me. It's always just about like, there's, there's a lesson to be learned from whatever crazy antic I went through. And shockingly, it's like almost been five months and I haven't run out of Corey stories yet because my life's just wild. Um, uh, and so, yeah, that's kind of like how it's gone on, how to create content and like how to, um, like, like what, what, what I do on my show, like I told you, it's all about, it's all about just a spreading the love of Jesus B, you know, if you're having a rough day, I'm hoping that I give you hope and encouragement. Like when you tune in, I want you to feel loved. I want you to feel like, Hey, I'm, I was you know, I was, I was meant to listen to this today. Like this, this hit me right in my heart where I needed to be hit. Um, I'm seen, I'm heard. And that's kind of, that's, I know it. I, you know, like I said, it's been so, it feels like forever, but it's been so short. So I'm, I tailor it, you know, I, I'm never going to think like, oh, this is it, but I'm, I'm crafting it as we go. Yeah. I mean, no experience in radio. You're jumping in. None. In a year from now, you're going to be, I mean, you're already getting better and better at it. So that, but that's a huge skill too, though. That's a huge skill to have, right? On top of all the other skills that you have going for you. Now, like what I was thinking about when you said they gave you the prime two to five slot and you were thinking, you didn't, you just didn't know, right? You're, you're just wet behind the ears. Yeah. It reminds me yeah. of like, like a really young, I'm a big football fan, like a really young football team, like a bunch of young players that mm-hmm. have never been in a yeah. big game before versus a team that has a lot of players that have been in big games. It's harder on the older mm-hmm. guys because they know the stakes are really high. The young guys are like, hey, we're just, this is another game for us. We don't, we don't even know what's going on. I'm happy to be here. (laughs) So that's awesome. Now, I guess since we have you uh, all on the plus one, why don't you give us like a, a Corey story? If you, you got one, what's, what's the, what's one that's coming up? You brewing one up for this week? Well, where are we at with Corey stories? Um, oh, there's always Corey stories. So a host loop, I'll give you one, like, Okay, so this one is timely because it happened literally last year at this time. So what I um <laughs> so I uh I had been running so well let me set this. I my parents I live at their house, so this is why it makes sense because I was like, well, kind of let me set the story. So I love my parents and um which I love, it's the weirdest thing, but we get along so well. Um and I it was like winter time and I ran out of windshield wiper fluid and you know my dad's the typical midwest dad that always has windshield wiper fluid somewhere in the garage and I don't know my life is always like from one thing to the next and I, I was stopping at the house and I was like hey dad do we have any windshield wiper fluid in the in the garage I'm like I'm gonna go do this this and then I need to throw it in there and get going he's like oh I got you no worries and so I was like thank you so much so I do whatever I gotta do get back in the car and I'm head out and run the windshield wiper fluid as I'm going and it's like sudsy like it's a little sudsy and I'm like what the heck is going on and so I'm like well it's weird but it's cleaning it so I don't question it but I'm like I have never seen windshield wiper fluid be sudsy before and so (laughs) and I'm like you know go the next few days and and whatnot and then I tell my dad like I don't know it was like on a Sunday after church I was like you know, I don't know what you put in there, but I was like, you sure it was windshield washer fluid? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, okay, if you say so. I was still like weird, like it's bubbly, but it's getting the job done. But again, like something's funky about it. So my dad goes on a work trip that week and I am, it it snows and I go and I'm, I'm out there and I shovel the driveway and I'm putting the shovel away and I see the empty windshield wiper fluid bottle. And I was like, hmm. Let me go check this out. So I go and I grab it. It's not windshield wiper fluid. <laughs> it's deck power washing fluid and it's green. And I'm like, oh my God. I just instantly start laughing. And then like, I'm like, could this ruin my lines? Like, oh, oh my gosh. And so I'm just like cracking up. I call my dad and I'm like, dad. And he just starts laughing. And I'm like, you could have just 
and he's like it's fine just flush it so i sit there forever and i'm flushing it and i'm flushing it anyways long story short and i'm pretty sure like if i ramped it up i was just like you know everyone makes mistakes be gracious you gotta laugh it off because you know what who cares like i did i was a little frustrated at first i got a little panicky because i was like oh my gosh this is gonna cost me money but you know what it's okay his heart was in the right place but he still made a mistake and i think that was that was probably like my point of the story was hearts in the right place don't make a mistake my favorite my favorite author ryan holiday has a great a great line that he uses in he in stoicism is be strict with yourself and, and tolerant with others. I think I think he goes mm-hmm. tolerant with others, strict with yourself, right? Yeah. And it's because it's so easy to get more upset at other people and frustrated, but hold yourself to a standard. Oh yeah. Right. And be graceful. Like, give great. And sometimes you gotta show grace to yourself. That that can be a challenge in itself, right? You know mm. that. <laughs> oh yes. Part of my journey, 2019, I had a life coach and. um I don't know. There's something about heavy. I don't know what it is, but sometimes about being that oldest sibling that there is, it's hard to find grace for yourself. I, you know, I have four siblings. I got three sisters and a brother. So, and I I'm the know, oldest. So. I only know you, Hunter, and then Aaron. It, and is it Ashley? Who's the, or is it Emily? No, so. Like, <laughs> you just totally made up a sibling. I don't, I don't know who that one is. You think it's Forget who is. your other sibling is. Yeah, they're going to laugh when you hear this. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, it's me. And then I, we have an adopted sister, Miranda. Um, mm-hmm. She is currently over in Iran serving uh, our country, and which thank you for your service and hers, which I think is so cool. Big heart for that. Uh, and then my sister, Tiffany, and uh, she and uh, she's the closest in age to me. So she's just two years younger than I am. And then it's Aaron and Aaron and I are eight years apart. And then Hunter and I are 10 years apart. So there's a big gap. There's, yeah, there's like five of us. You're more like a parent to them, I'm sure, growing up, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was... Uh, yeah, it kind of felt like that. I mean, I moved away. I got married at 21 and moved away at 22 with my ex-husband. We lived in Colorado for a long time. Um, while well, I lived there, we got divorced like a year after we moved. Um, that's a whole other podcast for you. That's, um, a, whole other, that's a whole other Corey story right there. That's, that's a whole right other. That's, a, that's, that's, that's like a, the basis of a lot of Corey stories. That's a, that's a million Corey stories. Um, yeah, but like when they were in high school and you guys had spring break, like, they came out to my house and, and stayed and hung out with me in Colorado and, and did that stuff. So that was like, yeah, it was always felt like more like a yeah, big sister slash aunt slash mom. <laughs> so this is something that I was thinking about. Sorry, my, my computer's saying your device is not recognized. Yes, it is. Okay. Um, <laughs> I was thinking about this when I was thinking, what am I going to ask Corey? Like some, some questions about faith and, this is what comes to my mind, right? Like I would say, like, I go to church with Katie, uh, my girlfriend, maybe twice a month, mm-hmm. you know, but football season is, uh, church is football. Like, that's how it runs around here. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Katie knows that. So, anyways, I wouldn't call myself a, I definitely believe, but I wouldn't say I would, like, what you're doing. You have a radio show. People that are in your life know that your faith is, is like, up here for you on priorities, right? It's in your yeah. top one, right? Top yeah. two, whatever. So, in 2023, right, we're seeing numbers decline. Like, less and less people go to church. You know this. I'm not telling oh, you. Yeah. What is it like? What is the struggle about, like, in this day and age? I don't want to say, I don't want to be pessimistic and negative and say, oh, we live in such a toxic age or like a poor, poorly put together age. But what is it like being a Christian in this day and age, right? Like, how, what are the struggles? What are, how do you feel? What is like the vibe of like, it feels like, we're getting numbers decreasing. So just kind of give me the lay the stage for like what it's like to be a Christian these days. Yeah, I think no, you mean like decreasing as far as like people like falling out of church, like not attending church. Oh, no, it doesn't really seem it feels like it's now when we were growing up, it felt like the majority of people went to church on Sunday. Yeah. Now it feels like more like the minority. And like every number I looked at mm-hmm. before we jumped on, it's like was like fifty six percent in twenty sixteen. And then now it's like forty three. It just keeps going down. So is it hard? Yeah. Like, you're going against the grain at this point as a Christian, right? Would you feel that way or in general? I think yes and I think yes and no. I think you go against obviously yes. If my thing is if you believe the Bible's true that you, you only get to believe it's all true or it's it's not. Like you don't get to pick and choose what you want to believe in it. Um and so and some people do. And I think for those of us that we're like, you no, know, the Bible is the truth. That's what that's the Lord's word. Um and so if you believe in all that, um you know, it does. There's a lot of things that you come up against that 
widely is very acceptable in this day and age. Um, and everyone sees like, you know, that if you talk about that or I don't never go telling anyone that their lifestyle is it like, oh my gosh, you know, shame on you. No, that is not, that is not it at all. Um, and I think what happened, just like you have extremists for anything, you know, like I have a ton of Muslim friends, like one of my best friends, Fouad, Muslim, we've been best friends for years. Um, we can have conversations about anything, but then you have Muslim extremists. They're not good, but you can have Christians and you can have Christian extremists and they're not good. <laughs> they're taking things to the extreme. Um, but I think it, it gets hard when you have to stand up for biblical truths that go against cultural accepted things, which people are like, I can't believe you tell me that the way I live is um, a sin, you know, because that's how I was created. And that's where it's really hard. That, that's, that's where, where it's really hard. Become more, I guess, yeah. Sorry for my 15 minute question there. I guess I got to. No, no. But, hey, but, you know what? This is. This is why God has put me in this element because I've gone through this refining crisis. So ask away, my guy. Right. So I just think the world has just become more um, progressive in general. I don't even mean like political. Yeah. It's progressive. And in our progressive nature, mm-hmm. I, it's obvious the church and the Catholics and Christians in general in America yeah. has just fallen. And I just would think if I was a Christian, it would be harder when there's less people around me that are believers, right? And that are goers and that like, so I'm sure it's even, it probably, as I'm over here speaking this out, probably even more um, powerful to have those friends of yours that are are, are in the same, you know, your sis, your siblings and whatnot. I would imagine more tight-knit through your faith. Yeah, I think what I, and, you know, if I can kind of just speak to that, I think, I don't think, you know, if I think if you, you, you have a really strong faith that it's really, it's not, if you don't have a community, let me, let me, let me. If you don't have a community along with your strong faith, if you're just trying to like weather it on your own and and just be like Saul on the road, like, you know, Paul, and and you're just like, you're thinking, oh, I can be him and I can just tell everybody, you know, you need Jesus. You know, I had this radical change and you need Jesus, you know, you know, God bless Paul for being able to do that. But that's kind of the day and age we live in. Um, And yeah, the more you are asserted in your faith and you have to take that stand, I mean, you open yourself up to more criticism. But on the other hand of that, I think what we find right now in this day and age is with everybody, you know, I don't even, I, the, the you know, let's say church is going down, but everyone on medication for depression, anxiety, and all this has skyrocketed, has skyrocketed. And we live in a world that says, oh, be you, live your truth, do you, you know what? Well, if you're really living who you were made to be, why are you depressed? Why do you have suicidal thoughts? Why do you have this? Why do you have that? And that's because they're looking for who they are. And I'm a firm believer, you know, I believe that God created everybody. I mean, his scripture says he knit you together, your innermost being in your mother's womb before she even knew that you were there. And so if the creator of the universe and the creator of you who loved you so much that he decided you should walk on this earth and you just shun him and you want nothing to do with him and you just go and follow your flesh and do what you want, there's a disconnect. Like if you just look at it kind of like in this, I don't know, just outside looking in, if even if you have no beliefs, like you kind of have to wonder, well, hmm, maybe. I mean, it kind of makes sense. And so I just, you know, if you've got the decline in church and everything else is going up, um, but we live in a world where, you know, everyone pacifies people. Everyone has left church because of church hurt, because somebody hurt their feelings. Someone did this. But we're always going to hurt each other's feelings because we're messing human beings. You know, I mean, you don't go to the doctor because you you're perfect. No, you go to the doctor to get help and get fixed. It's the same reason you go to church. You, you go to church because you're a messy human being who needs grace and mercy and love. And you know what, you know what you say, you say that people used to tease me. Why do you listen to like your favorite motivational videos all the time or anything (laughs) like, or, or whatever it is. I listen to like a lot of speeches from like Les Brown or, Eric Thomas, they're like, that's so weird. Like every day you can listen to that. And I always tell people, do you shower every day? They always say, Mm -hmm. of course I shower every day. I don't want to smell that. 
well, you better shower your mind every day because you don't want your mind oh, 100%. to smell bad, right? And rot. 100%. And, 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 yeah, deteriorate. Yeah, so I think if you don't have community, it's hard. Um, I think, you know, when you're confronted with situations where um, you need to speak up or you feel led to speak up, it's hard. It's scary because even though, you know, as a Christian, you say something and it's in a loving manner, but if in our day and age, if it contradicts what people believe, they think it's hate speech. Agreed. And you're and and that's a tough spot to be in so you have to you need to operate in truth but you also have to operate in love and um sometimes people are just hard to love man talk mm-hmm. about maybe your favorite author for someone who's listening uh that is someone of faith right in, in books that you love there or just a book in general, what what do you read? So just set the stage for you and you run with that, however, way, which way you want. I know you will. So go for it. <laughs> um, Oh, you're just getting, we could talk for days, but getting, I will try, getting, I will Corey, getting Corey to talk is like gravity. All it needs is a little. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a little show. Sometimes not even that. Um, yes. Love to read. I have a very wide variety. I, I'm so it's funny. So like, you know, lashes and you think I'm a little girly girl. Actually, my literal favorite genre to read is like spy espionage, like assassin books. Like I love, I read all the Jack Reacher series. I love Jack Ryan. Um, I, there's this gray man series and I'm a huge Mitch Rapp fan. Um, but on the other hand, I love, love, love historical fiction. And I have an obsession with world war tubes, historical fiction. Um, but my current, her obsessive reading is Charles Martin. Um, he has this a way of um, they're faith based books, but you kind of don't know it. Like it's like it's so undercurrent in the book, and he just always ties it up and wraps it up in this just beautiful bow. Um, and his books are always about like love and redemption, but they're not love stories. Like they're they're with they're they are, but they aren't. Um, and uh, he, my dad got us all started. Um, he's like, oh my gosh, I just read this awesome book about the water keeper. It's called The Water Keeper. And it's this, about this guy who's, he's a priest, <clears throat> but he's, he's a priest. But then he's also like this undercover dude that goes in and he saves girls and children from human trafficking. And um, it's a, it's a three-part series and it's so stinking good. And like, you just, it's one of those books you pick up and you just kind of can't put it down. Okay. Um I do a lot of stuff on Audible. So like when I'm working out or like if I'm on the treadmill or doing something like I'll just pop those in. That's what kind of keeps me occupied and going. Um, But if anyone just wants a good read, like a good feel good read, but also like inspiring, I think like those guy, girl, whoever you are, his books always just hit home. And he, 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 touches really hard topics i mean human trafficking um you know parental abuse and things like that like in his other books um but not well i shouldn't say for me they're not triggering but i I guess i would say preface just always research before you do anything um but that's he is my current like obsession of reading i've pretty much devoured everything he's written probably in the past year what what do you like about it? Like, what do you like about... Okay, let me explain. <laughs> what, what do you like about his writing style that sticks out compared to maybe other authors? Because you're a big reader, obviously, so you've read other... like mm-hmm. Right? What sticks out? Yeah. I think, for me, it's it's the way he weaves the story. Like, he'll, he'll take, like, different timelines, different people, and you're kind of, like, sometimes, like, where's this going? Like one time I was, I was reading this one book of his and it's like, I was like three fourths of the way. And I'm like, how is he finishing this book? Like, I mean, you could have wrapped it up in a boat and it had been done. And, um, and then he just goes straight left field on you and you're like, what? Okay. (laughs) Like, all right. And then he just added a whole nother layer of like, you know, the the this person's life and and even like this i mean he goes so deep into like forgiveness and redemption um you know there's so many i think that's 
I'm very blessed. Like in my immediate family, we are not grudge holders. We don't, that's just not, our parents never allowed us to be like anyone who's ever wronged us. Like they have been for my ex-husband, like a no malice, whatever. And it was, you know, cheated, left me high drag a thousand miles away, moving on a whole nother state. And then just like, yeah. so, um, no hard feelings, like nothing, like, you know what? Sorry, you're forgiven. Um, but you see so many people and the older I get, the more I realize how blessed I am to have that. And you see so many people who let that kind of stuff just literally ruin everything going on. But I also love just learning about other people's perspectives. And, you know, you can't, you know, you don't know someone until you walk a mile in their shoes. I think reading gives you that way to understand other people's like lives. Like, and he, and I think that's why I like it. He does it so realistically that you're like, oh, you know maybe you would have judged somebody else for something like they did, but the way he like walked it through, like the cause and effect of why someone did like such an awful act and then their road to redemption and and through it. Like, I think that's why I like it. And of course, just good storytelling. Do you prefer, Um, do you prefer reading off of a hardcover or do you prefer audible? Like if you had to pick one for the rest of your life, which way are you going? Um, no, my Kindle. I, yeah. I have like a little Kindle paperwhite and um that's because my lack of patience. I love to be able to be like, ooh, I just finished it. Let me get the next one. You know, I don't want to wait, you know. That's my, you know, we live in that instant gratification world. That's my I want the next I want the next book in the series like now. Gotcha. Okay. So 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 I was with my Uncle Bob. He's he's older and he mentioned, you know, he's giving my giving me perspective on the big change because I said, how, what was it like to go from black and white TV to colored TV? Like, wasn't that wild to see things in color? And what they, what he and his wife, Joyce, who were both in their eighties said, no, actually the biggest change was when we, they didn't like it. Well, he was born in the forties or fifties. They didn't like when it went from, you went from listening to the game on the radio to watching it on TV. And I didn't understand that. And then this was their perspective. When you listened on the radio, you had to like sit there and like imagine what this person was like laying out for the game or for the performance, mm-hmm. right? And when it's on TV, not only is it already there, but they can control what they want you to see, right? Whoever's controlling the camera. So yeah. as you're talking about reading something, I'm not a big, I like audible, right? But I'm not a big mm-hmm. reader like in imagining, but I like movies, right? Like I like that. However, it's just, yeah. I'm sure reading a book, you enjoy that aspect of reading, reading it and imagining it in your mind, correct? Mm-hmm. You create a oh, character, yeah. I'm sure that you're looking at when they're describing whoever this main character is. Oh, 100%. 100%. So just funny enough, like about that, since you like movies. So Jack Reacher is a book series that I read. They just did the series. On, I don't know if you watched it on Prime. Jack Reacher, but I've been re- Jack, Reacher yes. Jack Reacher with the guy from The Office, Jim. No, no, no. I'm thinking of Jack. No, that's Jack Ryan. That's, that's Jack, Jack Ryan. Ryan. Love that one. Jack Reacher, Tom Cruise did the movies, but someone did the TV show, right? Yes. So the TV show um, portrays him properly. Like in the book, he's six foot three, sandy blonde hair and all this stuff. And I remember like, I was so excited when the movie came out and they're like, oh yeah, Tom Cruise. And I'm like, you know, I'm a huge Tom Cruise fan. He's, right? so he's like, like oh, shorter wait 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 hey he's five eight some guys that are five eight are pretty cool so let's uh let's let's hey, cool. hey. i'm just saying like in my head like you said like you have this guy pictured in your mind and in the book sandy blonde hair he's six foot three he's like super swole and then so put tom cruise for so him. When, like, when tom cruise plays him it's funny because they're so good at like making him look taller than everyone but he's not taller i know he did a great job he did like it didn't take me take away from me enjoying the movie because it was still super enjoyable but i was just like oh and then when the prime came out and i was like that richardson richardson guy richardson i don't know if i'm saying it right i was like that is exactly like in my head when i was reading those books all the years prior i'm like that's what he's supposed that's what he's supposed to look like like. like, well done let's let's stay on the (laughs) let's happy you got your fantasy guy okay i love tom cruise (laughs) anyways i'm kidding uh let's stay on the movie though the okay i like i liked both of them i thought the first one was amazing the first tom cruise Mm -hmm. first the first one with tom cruise with the sniper in the beginning i mean the beginning of that movie Corey, i was legitimately shook i don't like scary stuff i don't like gory so at the beginning of the movie, I'm thinking, I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it through this, right? <laughs> Holy crap. But then obviously he plays that detective. You know his character better. Which one did you, did you like one or the other more of the movies? 
the movies, the Reacher movies? Yeah. Because I feel like you know the character better. You know the writer better. Clancy, yeah. right? Tom Clancy? No. Um, Clancy Reacher does Ryan. Is... Reacher is... Yes. Reacher is, I think... Um, well, I think it's a ghostwriter now, if I'm not mistaken. But it was... Oh, my phone is up there. Um, Kyle so... Mills does it now. Kyle Mills is like is in tandem with... Um, walk on it. Who is Lee he? Lee Child oh, and An- Lee, Lee Child. Child? Yes, Lee Andrew Child is Grant, Lee. Too. Yeah. Oh, okay. The two of them. I don't know. Um, I'm trying. You have an amazing memory. I can remember the books. Um, I don't remember being. I don't remember being that gory. But like I told you, I'm such an action. So opening girl. opening like, scene. Like, if anyone hasn't seen it, you need to see the movie. But opening scene. It, uh, they the van drives up to the top of that like uh, parking lot garage. And then starts shooting yeah. people at, at random, right? A sniper. Yes, yes, that's right. That's and right. They pin on um, that dude, right? Yeah, yeah. No, they did a, honestly. They good with both of them. I, gosh, my brain's only truly remembering that first one. Um, well, the second one's pretty no, cool well, with the, the old guy. With the girl, right? The, the girl. second one's also with the chick. Um, yes. the, uh, from uh, How I Met Your Mother, right? No, or she looks like her. She looks like her, and and she gets like her. she gets taken at the end, so he has to yes, go get her. Yes, with the old man that was a marine, which one of my favorite scenes is when he's out there at the range with the marine. I like, yeah, yeah, yeah okay, yeah. I'll probably say I like the second one better because they like had one. that one. I felt was more on par with the book that it, whichever book it was written, because I don't think they were perfectly in sequence. I don't know exactly if they did one and two, um, but yeah. So I would say the second one. All right, all right. Fair enough, fair enough. Okay, okay. So I love to ask people on the plus one like these random fun questions because I like to get. Oh, to go for people. it. So, what does Corey listen to on the way to the gym? Music. Let's keep it to music. All right. Music. Music. And and it could be. And then and then I have a question after that. But on the way to the gym, how do you get yourself amped up to go in there so that way you can eat five thousand calories later? <laughs> But that's how I, that's what you know, I do. I get so pumped funny. up. I'm not. Too. I don't have like pump up music. Like I'm not like a huge like. I don't like listen to like hardcore anything or like rap or or metal or this or that. Don't tell um, me you're listening to like like the church music on the way and like the like the door. My, <laughs> no, my. You know what my um. Oh my brain. Oh, you know what though? You know what though? You know what though? I'm over here teasing church music. The reel that I posted today with Judah and the Lion Spirit. That's like pretty churchy music. That's a badass song. Yeah. That song gets you pumped. Yeah. Go church music. Very good music. Um. Oh my gosh, my brain is going blank. So like, if the if I'm like the pump up music that I listen to, I want to like pull up my Spotify so bad right now. Um. Yeah, pull it up, dude. Cool. We got nowhere to be. Pull it up. Well, let's do it. Because all I have to do is go hit my playlist and I can tell you because my brain's just like, yeah, let's uh, let's be blank right now. Uh-uh. You're, you're just on the plus one, so you're mesmerized by being on the pod and it's just hard to remember, you know? Oh, 100%. 100%. I can't even like think straight being on the pod. Um, where's, here's my... Well, okay. So I, I totally have like a workout playlist, but it's so outdated. Um. But my favorite to like listen to like butt music. Where are you at? The sad. There we go. Um, the score. Oh my gosh, my brain just went blank. The score. So they're like some of my favorite music to listen to um, when working out. Oh, like Panic at the Disco too. Ooh, Panic at the um, Disco. Okay, okay, okay. Now yeah, we're now we're cooking. Some- I got some of them in there as well. Uh, <laughs> and then, you know, you got some of those, like, just, like, girly songs. So you got some Lizzo in there. And um, I've got Five Seconds of Summer in there. Imagine Dragons. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's passing, very random. You're passing the smell test. We, we, we appreciate this. This is good. <laughs> perfect. 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 Do you have a fa- do you have a favorite well, other art? Than the fact that my old brain can like I I can't remember what's on there. I just I know. Don't it. worry, we can edit it out. The whole ten minutes it took you to figure out a song that you listen to at the gym. It's no big deal. <laughs> I'm watching you, and I'm like, I don't want to be. 
I don't want to be rude and just be like, yo, do you have like a favorite artist? Do you do you remember any of those people? No, I'm no, I'm the person like ask me my favorite everything and I got nothing for you. Like I oh, have you're one of I those. I have like not one thing. I'm one of those. Like my I don't have a favorite color. I don't have a favorite artist. I don't have a favorite movie. No I favorite, favorite movie? Food. I like Dude, that was my next any- question. Well, I got like lots that I like love. I'm a classic <laughs> girl. Like I'm gonna tell you every single Rambo, every Rocky, uh, True Grit, the original with John Wayne, um, and Sons of Katie Elder. Like I'm old school in that sense. Like I like Okay. This is good. Let's, but I'm let's... a I'm a daddy's girl. I can tell, I can tell because of the movies you just pointed out. Have you ever seen the movie? Have you ever seen the movie? I'm gonna ask you about Rocky, but have you ever seen the movie Vision Quest? No, I've never even heard of it. 1980s wrestling movie i just feel like well i'm not like oh your age i'm 30 you're 37 i was born in 93 so i can do the math this movie came out in 1985 right it's one of my favorite movies growing up but it's about this wrestler and like he's in high school it's a senior year and he weighs like he's like 197 or something like that and he's you know he he wrestled his he wrestled his junior year right first time ever when the movie opens up you realize he's going into his senior year but you figure out as you go that as a junior, mm-hmm. as a junior was his first year wrestling. He went all the way down to state at 190, right? Well, that's pretty amazing. Your first year wrestling as a junior, you go down state. He lost in the championship, right? But to get a scholarship, he could just wrestle 190. The guy that he that while well, he you know mm-hmm. lost to graduated, he's gonna win state and get a scholarship. But the opening scene of the yeah. movie, he's like jumping rope and he's like really sweaty, and he basically says, "Listen, yeah. my name's Loudon, and uh, I've never done anything yet." I just turned 18 and this is the year I make my mark. But the whole point of the movie is he's, he's like opening, uh, opening senior year. He's tells the coach and the whole team. Yeah. I'm going to drop down to 168 and I'm going to wrestle the best guy in state. I'm not going to, and it pisses the whole team off because every time he drops a weight, he's going to wrestle in that spot. Right. Cause he's the best wrestler on the team. Yeah. Anyways, it's a phenomenal movie. I think you'd like it and uh great ending. But, okay. Yeah. But when you said, night, when you saw, said Rocky and you're a, you're a daddy's girl, I figured maybe your dad watched it. You watched it with him. Okay. Let's, yes, that was just I, those are the things I grew up on. Well, for sure, for sure. Let's talk about Rocky, and then we'll wrap it up. I always wrap up the episode with a random question that you have no idea that's coming. It's the the closing Perfect. question. Okay. But let's talk about Rocky. What is your favorite Rocky movie? Which one? Well, it's it's the first one for me. I just like the nostalgia of it. I love the fact that that was one of his very first films ever. Um, I'm just a Stallone fan, like through and through. Like, I mean, like he, he was, he, he you know, rags to riches. Like, yeah, you know, like he sold his dog. You know, Buckus. Like he sold his dog before the. He movie went back and paid and for it. Got- <laughs> yes, yes, and put him in the movie. Like I just, you know, oh, it's just all the feels for that one. Like I'm just, yeah. All the way through. I, I love that. I um, love that he he wrote the script and he liked it and they they wanted to take it from him and he wouldn't. He said the only way they could have it is if no. he played Rocky. Yeah. 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 I know. I still even watch the Expendables. They're they're so so bad, but I still watch it just because I'm like he's in it, so I'll watch it. Right. Yeah. I, I haven't I haven't watched any of the Creeds um, with the with the new guy. New guy. I watched very- the I watched one. I watched one, but like I love. Oh gosh, like you. It's just so funny because Stallone's like in his seventies and he's still going. I even thought the last Rambo was really good. Like I actually really liked it. Yeah. So to me, I, what I like, I like the first two. The third one, I think all of them have their moments. Like the fourth one did really great with yeah. uh, against the Russian. The third one, I like it. Some people didn't like the third one, but I like the duality yeah. of the one and two. Like the first Rocky is is that yeah is he knows he's not going to beat him, right? And he says that. I'm not going to beat this guy, but right. I'm just going to go the whole distance. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm going to prove mm-hmm. I can that someone from this raggedy city, right? Or a loser from the streets can yeah. be something for my neighborhood. So he goes yeah. and takes an ass whooping. But, um, oh yeah. I mean, the key scene, right? Key scene of that, it gets me all, you got me all goosebumps over here talking about it, but it's when the 14th round, when he gets knocked down and Apollo thinks he's won. And mm-hmm. even... Even Mickey's yeah. telling him to stay down, like stay down. Yeah, he, stay he down, Rock. Stay, stay down. down. <laughs> and he gets up right, and like Adrian's in the stands, and and uh, the look on Apollo's face is like he like literally drops his head. So that first one is about hey, you know, first first uh, step to success and winning is like just not quitting. I right? just don't quit. Second one, yeah. I love that. Get knocked down. That he goes for the win. Like you could tell he was training to win. It was a total different Heck vibe. Yeah. 
So it was cool. I like the way they did that. He did a, he did a great job. Okay. Closing yeah. question, man. Here we go. I like rewatch them every year. Let's you go. watch them? Are you watching them? You're, you're one of those? You're a yearly watcher? You like to go back? Yeah, there's very few things that I rewatch. Like, I don't ever watch movies over, but there's a few things that I love to rewatch every oh, year. Tell me about That's that real quick. Them. Tell me about that. Rocky, what else? Um, what was that other thing? Um, so I've never watched like a TV show twice. Like I've never, you know, like everyone has like a, um, well, I hope we're still there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On my screen. Oh, no, can you I'm, hear me? I'm, of course I can hear you. Okay. So you've never okay. watched. I thought like t- you, you were frozen. I was like, oh, um, you, you've never watched a TV show I've twice. I've never watched like a TV. Show. No, like my brother has watched probably The Office like twenty times. Like I have never watched. Okay, now we are freezing. Let me know when you can hear me. Can you hear me? Yo, yo, yo. She's back. I guess that was my. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> Don't what's worry, going guys. on? This is weird. I have, I have all like full signal. Yeah, no, never have watched a TV show twice through. That's crazy, Ever. dude, because you're going to laugh. I've literally been the guy. I'm the guy that has watched everything. Like the suits. We're watching suits right now. It's like the third or fourth time I've watched suits. I just all... watched it for the first time this year. What'd you think? Loved it. Favorite character? Oh, Harvey. Oh, yeah. There we go. Okay, good. good, good. I loved Harvey. I didn't think I would, but I really did. I think Mike, honestly, would be my favorite character, but uh, I loved Harvey Spencer. I like I like the the complexity to his character. Yeah, honestly, I Katie knows. I, I get annoyed of Mike, honestly. Mike and Rachel, I kind of get annoyed of, but Harvey, Donna, yes. and Lewis are just awesome. Yes, 100%. I even got annoyed with Jessica. Really? I love Jessica, but I had some friends over over the weekend and they did not like Jessica. I loved her, but there were times there were times that she just annoyed me. And I was like, yeah. Okay. So here we go. Uh, I understand. Yeah. No, you're good, you're good. This is a hey, listen. The floor is yours on this one, right? This is not this is uh I'll, I won't say a peep. I'll just close the show after. And uh, we might be here all night since I'm giving you the floor, <laughs> but uh here you go. Okay. If I got all of your siblings in a room, right? What would what would they yeah. say about you when they describe who you are? What would they say about Corey? How would your siblings describe mm. you? Maybe to a stranger that's never met you, how would they describe you? Why are you gonna get me emotional at the end of the show? Oh man, like, our family is ripped your heart out. <laughs> no, I think you know I no, we're really protective of each other. We love each other so much. But I think that they would just say that. It, well, they would go with obvious. They would tell you that I'm so loud, um, that my laugh is obnoxious. But you're gonna love it anyways. Um, <laughs> um, but I think they would say just that I have a big heart and that I would do anything for anybody and um, that I can make anyone feel welcomed and loved. Like that I can, you can just walk into my life and we're going to feel like we've known each other for years. And um, that's just kind of a, a gift. And that's something that I love. And I think that, that that's what they would say that. My brother would be super sarcastic. Hunter would absolutely just go with like all the pot shots and then he'd give you like one sweet thing at the end. Um, but all three of my sisters probably would like, yeah, say sweet things. They would all, well, we're all jokesters, but it would all end really nicely. Um, so, yeah, that's, I think that's kind of, that's what I think they would say. That's awesome. Well, I can tell you that your siblings are definitely super proud of you. I know I'm, I'm proud of you, man. I'm, I'm loving the content that oh, you share you. all the time. I think thank it's awesome you. that you've, you found that 
outlet to give out your light because a personality like yours with your passion and your, I, I want to say uh, positive intensity, it needs to be, you need to be speaking on a microphone and, and to give you a platform on here. Oh, I appreciate that. An hour or whatever it is uh, to connect. I want to have you on again. So it's really great to uh, have you as a friend of the show. I and appreciate now, that. You know, a, a true plus one. And uh, I, I hope Heck you have a great- yeah. Maybe someday you can like, you know, maybe someday you can help me in the workout area. Hey, give me some hey, you need a workout. Now that we're I got friends. You. Yeah, you know, now that we're friends, uh, a little quid, quid pro quo. Now that we're friends, <laughs> you know, maybe I'll help you some marketing. You can be my trainer. We'll see. So, so this is how you get these side hustle jobs. I see you. <laughs> you know, I'm just saying. I'm just saying a little bit. Your girl can use a little help. Uh, got you. Hit me I up. That's why I just... Be, uh, yeah, but I want to say I think what you do is amazing. Also, I, you know, you've had me on here talking about me, but I just want to shoot that right back at you. Um, I power listened to a bunch of stuff over the last few days getting ready because I just was like, I got to listen. Um, funny enough, you're the only podcast I've ever listened to all the way through. Um, I also I'm weird. I don't do podcasts. I know I'm so weird. Like I'm always on my reading audibles or books. I don't really do podcasts or like I'm like the three minute tiktok girly so no i but they were engaging your conversational skills your wide breadth of what you can talk about and with who you can talk about it with so just i just can i just affirm that you are just walking in your god-given ability and talent and like you are going to go really far so just praying for you and that this is going to work out and that you reach all your goals and dreams well thank you so much dude well you'll be on again and we can talk about whatever goals we're both hitting hit me up we will get you right in the gym we will get you right in the gym all right. I love that. It's no problem. Hey, you, we'll make sure you can kick your sister's butt. And you know which one I'm talking about. So, dude, I know. Tiny but mighty. I know exactly what you're talking <laughs> about. Hey, have a good night. We'll talk soon, okay? All right, dude. Take care.